This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I was, I was uh, plugging away. Um, okay, so I, I, let, let me make one suggestion about, the, um, about the, uh, how we're going to do it. The... Um, the 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 I guess the, the best categorization of Agarita is Nenyakov, and the vast majority of pieces have morale on it. But I would still rather go with the with the um, with the way Nenyakov has it. And if there's a piece or two that doesn't have morale, we'll, we'll, we'll speak something else. But I just would like to keep if the if the Kvias is the Agaritas, we might as well stick with that. Um, so will okay. you? Will well, you, do you mean Yaakov as well as Maro? Yeah. Well, the, the Yaakov is the Yaakov is the Likud. I mean, the, the Yaakov inside is the Likud of all the Agaritas on the Whatever he brands Agarita is Agarita, and the Maral um, explains a vast majority of it, but not every piece. So, and the first piece would be the Raya. So, okay, so let's start. Um, the first piece. Uh, just uh, one yeah. more thing. Just um, uh, a new person, Yosef Solomon, joined this year. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Um, what, what's uh, I got a, a request from Matis Yahoo to uh, to, uh, <laughs> to to tape this year, if possible. Yes, I am taping it. And there's a request from Zali Kleiman claiming to do videos or not. I think we we, we decided not to do videos because of the. Um, because of yeah. the, it messes up the um, the what you call it, huh? Right, we tried it. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Okay, so um, so we'll just just you have to use a fantasy and add picture who's there. I, I keep an image of the rob. I look at it during the share. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, good. Tanya, Rebbe so Olmer. Uh, mute microphones only. Right, got it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. okay. Tanya, Rebbe Oimel, Loma Nisra Pashas, Nazar Pashas Soita, Loma Lachosha Kalaroya Soita, Bikulkule Yazas Miriayan. Very, very famous Gemara. Ashi brings it, and it's the first piece of Agarita. There is no direct morale on this. There is in Guraya, actually. He speaks a little bit just in Pshat. But let's talk about it because it's a very important piece. So the, um, the, the Chazal tell us that the reason why Nisra Pashas, Nazar Pashas Soita is Kalaroya Soita, Bikulkule. The morale in Bamidbar, where Rashi brings this Chazal, he's bothered by a Pshat question. Um, first of all, he says, well, where should we bring Saita Kula? I, I, where should we bring Saita? In, in other words, is there any natural parasha? And then he says, and if you'll tell me that, that every single parasha in the Torah has a reason why it follows another parasha, why didn't Chazal dash every single parasha? What, what is it doing? It what is it doing next to parasha? What's Gros Kahanim doing next to Saita? You know, and so on. And to next to Nazar, you know. The, I mean, you can. This can go on to with every single parasha. So the Maral says that he either has a deep shot or he wants to say that since Saita is the opposite of Kedusha, and this parasha deals with. The kedusha of the of the 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 Beis Hamikdash, the um, the, the kedusha of Nazir, kedusha of Kohanim. You know, the whole parish is a parish that deals with topics that the word kedusha would apply to it really well. 
Um, as so, therefore, Sota s- sticks out. It's not just that it has no connection, but it seems antithetical to the rest of it. That's um, that's his pshat and pshat, and uh, fine. And I'd like to point out two or three other nekudas here that are very interesting. Um, one is this comes from Absadik, and the truth is, it it's it's something that's kind of very rooted in Chassidus. The, there's a story of Dal Shantov about it, or somebody else. Um, the the understanding that um, a person who sees an Avera, a, he sees it because it's meant to be some sort of guide to him that he's doing something wrong. Now, there's a famous story, I don't, I don't know if it's about Shem Tov or somebody at a door later, that he saw Mice of Chol Shabbos, and immediately went to learn Hilcha Shabbos and so on to be more careful, because he said that if I saw it, it must be that I'm being shown it in order to, um, in order to do truth on it and so on. So, so that's... A, a, Who's that story about? I believe it's it's one of the early doors of Chassidus. I don't remember if it's even the Baal Shem Tov or it's somebody a generation later. I just don't remember now. Um, if it's vitally important, I could try to look it up. But Akapanim, the idea is certainly very rooted that if you see something wrong, then then some. I, so one way of understanding that idea is mystical. In other words, Akadish Baruch who is is um, showing it to you in order that. The um, that's why he's showing it to you. In other words, why would you have seen? Why would somebody so great and holy have seen something so terrible if not for the fact that it's meant to be a lesson for you? <laughs> that is then that restricts it to very very holy people. And there's a there's another story. Somebody once came to a Rebbe and said he has Zoros, strange you know alien thoughts when he's davening, whatever, and he said alien means that it's not normally part of your um, mindset, but you, this is not alien to you, this is who you are, this is you, so for us, if we would see something wrong, it's hard to say that we could say, why why did HaKadosh show it to us, it must be that we're doing something um, terrible, I think most of us, if we're a little honest with ourselves, would say, you know, I mean, that's, that's what we're part of, that's our world, that's who we are, and that's that. So there's another, I, I would like to give it a little bit of different twist, which I think is also um, in line with it, but a little more um, rooted in, in, in our world. If I can give a marshal, the, um, you know, they have these tests for tuberculosis where they, they inject you with some sort of uh, matter and they can tell if your body has the antibodies to it you know, there's some sort of little rash or something that comes up, and that shows that you've once been exposed to it, and your body is sensitive to it. So, a person who is so removed from a world, if, for instance, somebody who has no shaykhis to um, it, to uh, to the world of Avera, will not even see the Avera. Um, I was once had the experience, I came back very late at night, with a train, like somebody picked me up 2.30 in the morning the station, the station area was not a very savvy place um, and even though it was, there were people there but I don't know, just it was, I mean creepy was an understatement, and somebody from Yeshiva picked me up this boy who picked me up 
was let's kind of a man of the world and so on. And when we when we started driving back, he explained to me who was peddling drugs and who was um, peddling something else and who was this. And I I was like kind of shocked. I said, well, "Had you noticed it?" He said, "Well, didn't you see it?" I said, "No, I just saw people. I didn't see anything." Um, it's it's if you're not part of of, of something, if you have some cachet to it, if you have some sense of it, so a person who is he, he, the same scene can be witnessed by two people. And if you noticed it and you're picked up on it, it means it's something that's part of your... Um, it's somewhere along the line, you have a showish fit. So this is a lot more of a, a practical, let's call it, a down-to-earth psychological um, explanation of it, um, which I think is also true. Rapsodic says two more things about the um, about this Indian. He says that and it's a, they're fairly similar. He says that the um, if the uh, taiva leads to something, in other words, there's a gather of avera gareras avera, and that's just some that's more mystical. There's another element, the core of taiva, besides creating a craving for something X, Y, or Z it also effectively overrides seichel. So if a person is thinking of wearing shatness, but we don't have really a craving for shatness, so the person is tempted because the suit is nice, and then he says, no, if I shouldn't, and we, and we have a, a bit of an easier time with an avail like that. When we have something that we have a real time to eat, or to look at, or whatever, it, over there, our seichel becomes kind of numb. And taiva itself leads to problems e- even if you're not holding by doing that very the very fact that that you allow yourself to be overcome by taiva means that you're you don't have control for a while so the the, the Rhapsodic says it's teaching us that taiva itself um creates a problem and even if the taivas that you have in your are a gummer our taivas, let's say, just for, for kugel on Shabbos, for kugel and shalant. Let's say that's all taiva. It doesn't make a difference. Because taiva carries in itself the ability to numb the senses and seichel, that creates the problem. So a, a, general, a general sense of it is that a person needs to control taiva. In a, in, a, in a close, in a close, in a similar explanation, he says that taivas are chila and taivas of Arias are close to each other because they're both taivas, and therefore one will translate to the other. So even though the person says, I mean, I've got no taiva for women, I don't look at them, I don't talk to them, all I, all I do is I just drink a lot of wine, so what's the problem? So it's not just I have a drink wine, it, it, taiva itself leads to taiva. Taiva itself has a commonality to it, and that's why a person stays away from taiva. Um, it's very interesting, I, I once heard on a practical note, um, from a Slama Chassid, he explained to me once the following: that in Ger, the I don't know if today as much, but when the basis role was around, the one thing they worked on more strongly than anything else was Taivas Nashim. Like it was, you know, that was everything was around it, uh, and you know, uh, to, to stay away from it, like with the greatest extreme. That was that was the um, the avoid of of, of Geras. And in in line with that 
avoda, the base Yisrael felt that you must give the people an outlet in Taiva Sachila. So the Gerers were notorious for eating a lot. It's kind of big, bulky fellows. And they also had a different standard of Echsher than most people. Um, and, and that was part of like a, like let them indulge. There was a story where somebody came to the Ger Rebbe. I mean, this is, this is a typical story. And I guess the Rebbe discerned that this person is not is less than Zohir in Inyan of Taiva. He took out two chocolate bars and says, indulge in this and not in anything else. Um, so there was a general sense that by giving people an outlet in Taiva Sachila, you would be able to pull in the reins to an extreme on Taiva's Nashim. Um, this this um, younger man told me that the Islam Rebbe, the Sivish Shalom, was very against it. He said, Taiva is Taiva. And if a person, if a person has a part of his personality that's out of control, it's not going to be good for the other party. You can't be selective. If you give in to your Taivas, it will at some point spill over into another Taiva. That was just sort of a, a um, I guess, a difference of opinion on, on a psychology and how it would work. Uh, come on, that's. Just a question. Yes. Watch the Taiva. Don't you risk squashing the whole kind of rotten of the man to grow? No. It's also true. So, so they did. I mean, it's interesting. Ger, um, Ger did push a lot. Um, I guess the macho aspect. I mean, they were rough and tough and pushy, and like at a tish. I, I guess <laughs> all the testosterone went out. I mean, the tish, the Ger tish on the basis of was everybody standing and shoving each other like crazy to get close to the Rebbe. People would come back, they were, it was a very attractive chassidus, people liked it a lot and there were a lot of boys in the mid that went, especially English boys liked it a lot, they're from England they, they had like a special worn out chalat to wear, because you came back after two hours, you looked like you had been in a major wrestling match, I, I mean you, the things were torn, you were sweated, you were beat up uh, it, I, I, know, I think that there was so, so there was a lot of that type of oomph you know, it it it, it wasn't it, it, personality-wise. They were extremely pushy, and I guess that's where they were able to ignite a, a fire to, to to grow to, to, to and so on. Um, I'd like to share another Hasidic uh, nekuda, which is um, very very fascinating, and in many ways. It's um, it, it, it go. It, it's also expressed as a fundamental chassidus. This is a word from Menachem Mendel the pre-Aretz. Menachem Mendel was one. was second or third generation, if you wish, chassidus. He was a rebbe, chaver of the Balatanya, and he was one of the two miyastim of the chassidus Yeshua in Yisrael. He was a very big person, and he writes the following. He says, um, knowledge, even Torah knowledge, is something that, if it's not brought into Olam HaMaisa, becomes destructive. So, a person who walks around, he saw the Saitikakula, and he has a lot of insight now about how corrupt humans are and how terrible they are and how strong Taiva is and v'chulu, v'chulu, v'chulu. If it doesn't 
come into the world of Maisa, it's um, it becomes destructive. It's it's a pchin of chachmasim rubim meisav, and 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 this becomes very very destructive, and therefore the person must be mazas manyayim. So so he's saying an incredibly different perspective. He's saying if you saw saintibikil kula, if you're going to just remain with the cognitive lesson. And even the emotional lesson, but you didn't bring it into the Olam HaMaisa, you will become destroyed and 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 worse because of it. And this is a very, very Hasidish Nekuda. Uh, it, it, it goes to the heart of much of Hasidus, which that was their primary issue with the um, non-Hasidic world. This was um, part of even Kabbalah, the, the Hasidus learns Kabbalah in order to make that vote more beslavus. That's the head of learning Kabbalah. It's the reason learning Kabbalah. In in the uh, in the Goyans world, learning Kabbalah is because knowing Torah is Hashem. So let's let's. I I, I want to ponder this for a minute and think about the point of it. So what is the point of it actually? So. I, I, you know, it, it, there's, there's a tremendous depth in this point. I'd like to, to, to consider it. If a person, um, if let's say you come and you tell me, you know, you, you, there's somebody in the community who's going hungry, doesn't have what to eat at night. So if I don't react by doing anything by it, then basically, um, the, 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 the conclusion that my brain reaches is it's fine, this is, this is the way things are and it's fine and it stays that way it, 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 you, the message that you imprint on your brain is people starving require no action on my part um, and this is one of the one of the issues when we read for instance there are numerous, numerous scandals, unfortunately, with all sorts of Hashva people and this and that, the other thing. And our reaction is that, first of all, we, we, we do our best to get all the details, and then we say, oh, yeah, yeah, how terrible, how terrible, how terrible. And we feel at least, you know, it, it's, it's making us feel more and more terrible, and it's sort of a little bit of a Musa Sefer. But the truth is what happens the opposite. One or two things happens. Either I feel very, very justified with myself. I say, oh, I'm a big tzaddik. Two, it also allows me, it it um, recalculates what's considered unthinkable and what's not. So if so-and-so does various, and so-and-so does various, so-and-so does various, okay. So our various have now become norm. It's like, you know, they're just like in psychology, just like in any science, we define norm by the statistics. We don't, we don't start with, with norm and say how many people are normal. Normal is the curve, the, the top of the curve for the, for, for, for the general population. So if you tell me that, that such and such great person, such and such great person, such and such great person have done terrible things, then, you know, then these things are not so terrible and it's something that one could do. Um, or whatever is it weakens it. 
unless it forces us, unless a person says, I can't let this happen to me because it's so terrible, and I must take, make some steps and, and take some concrete steps, if I don't concretize it, then I am going to, that Chachm is going to go no place. It, it, it's counterproductive. Um, it, and, you know, it, 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 it's, it's something where, it, for instance, let's take somebody who's a big Lamdin. And he comes up with a lot of good shilas and hakiris and, and, and stuff in, in the Gemara and, and so on. If it doesn't increase his sensitivity in terms of shemiras hamitzvis, then basically it becomes a game. You know, it's um, it's sort of a uh, uh, yeah. You could say this way, you could say that way, you could say the other way. If, if coming up, if saying that this is a serious problem doesn't. Um, evoking me a a, 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 a response, then there's a cognitive aware, a, a understanding that you know what, yeah, you know that's okay. Beseda, you know that's that's so it becomes in that sense counterproductive. So Aroya said to if if you have that information, you must do something about it because or else you're going to be destroyed bit. That's what the, he says it's the safest called pre it's, um, it's 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 an um, it's a word that rings true to the very heart of Hasidus. That's I, I think that's the word has a lot of importance that way. Okay. So um, that's the first piece over here. Let's go to the second piece. And on the second piece we already have Maral and, and others. Um, it's one of these so let's see the piece inside the Gemara. I'm gonna show by a when Rishlokish would start learning Pasha Saita, um, he would say like this: who gives a person a woman according to his maisim. Um, so he says, um, it says that. The, um, the the staff of, of the wicked will not rest on the nachlov uh, the, uh, of the girl of tzaddikim. The he um, says the amar um, So meaning, in other words, he's implying that even though there was uh, some sort of uh, you know, even though the man seems to be the great tzaddik over here. And he's uh, somebody who's uh, bringing her to account, and so on and so forth. Then he should be, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's like the big tzaddik, and she's the the rasha. You should know Hakadosh Baruch Hu matched up like to like. And uh, it's kosher to the Hakadosh Baruch Hu finds. Uh, making shiduchim kasha kiras yamsu shenema lekim moishev yechidim baisa. So Rashi says um, the kasha lezavgum kiras yamsu. So he says, what's the lezavgum? Hanach the lefi maisav. The the needing to be mezavik people for maisim is shvela kiras yamsu ke shenishtanu sidrebreishes. Which, on the surface, it seems to be a very, very um, difficult thing to understand. I, I mean, Akadish Baruch Hu is mezavik um, zivugim 
based so if it would be based on some sort of extraordinary formula of I don't know some sort of uh, mystical or uh, something not of this world then we understand that it's like Kriyas Yamsu because it's not Terhateva but matching up a tzaddik with a tzaddik and a rasha with a rasha, I mean, yes, it takes a kashbok to know your machshavis, but the etzim pu'ula one wouldn't think would be so hard. But I'll get it. And what's the pasik? Shenemar alakim moishiv yechidim baisa moitza sirmikoisharis. Al tikri moitzi alakim moitzi. So, any. So, moyas for Amar Vida Marav are born during Kornitzias of Lad, Basko Yoitzis for Moyas for Splaini Laploini, Bayas Plaini Laploini, Soda Plaini Laploinis. There's this concept of Abraham and Quintus of Lad that can't be uh, mean a tzaddik in Russia because Kaidem Yitzirah of Lad is always a massive of Bechira. And therefore, a person cannot, uh, um, a person cannot be possibly considered tzaddik and so on. So, even if Kashbach knows the future, but that can't be. It can't be called a zivug that we understand and appreciate. So, like kasha, a zivug rishon, a zivug shein. So, Moshe says there's a difference between zivug rishon. Zivug rishon is just lefia mazlovashi says. Zivug shein lefia meisav. And in zivug shein, it's 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 very hard to be mezavikit lefia shein a basugo, because she's not his basugo. That's what Rashi says. Now, that in itself is incredibly hard to understand. Because we were things the other way around. If, if, uh, imagine, imagine someone, um, someone told you, I I make shiduchim by um, carefully evaluating the character and the personality of, of each one of them, the of the woman and the man, and that's when I read the shidduch and so on. The second one says, well, the way I do it is. I have a big barrel of names for women and a big barrel of names for men. I pull a, sh- uh, um, a piece of paper out of this one, a piece of paper out of this one, and I match them up. W- which one would we think has a, a better chance of succeeding? W- which one is going to need an awfully good shatchan to make it work going forward and maybe a marriage counselor? And, and uh, you know, obviously, if, if you match up two people by what they are, their characters, their personality, and so on, that stands a good chance of being okay. If you match up people out of, quote-unquote, just out of pure luck, then one would think that uh, it would be very difficult. Like, Ashbrook would have to ex- use extraordinary powers to, uh, to make it happen. And yet, it says the exact opposite, Rashi says. Rashi says, the Krishna is shady. The... Um, Rash also doesn't quite say um, what Zivik Rishon Zivik Shani is. The Pashtab Shat will assume here is that um, it's it's a um, it, it, that it's uh, uh, it means a first marriage and a second marriage after someone died. Rachman son after someone's divorced. The um, that's something. Hello. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I guess the so so is it a Christian the, the, uh, uh, we, we left off at uh, Rashi doesn't quite say. That's what we right. Rashi says over here 
Um, Rashi says Zivik Rishon Lefi Amazu Shefi Myself. Rashi doesn't say exactly what Zivik Rishon Zivik Sheni is. I mean, the the the, the common shot is understood to mean uh, first. Let's say, but Slav Dafke, we'll, and we'll see. So let's go slowly here. This is now. I, I, w- one more, one more point about a god that is of this nature. Um, anytime we talk about things that are in a different world, it means that we have limited ability to sort of um, interpret it into this worldly, um, into this world, this world, musagim. You know, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's this this concept of koydem yitzias avlad and so on. Those are not those are not concepts that have a real translation to our musagim. And, you know, and there are people very good at they have a whole checklist of what ifs, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. So we do need to make we do need to clear up the different chazal. And understand, you know, when Chazal say that Shemikat Menachem, and all those that Rishonim do ask and speak about it, but um, it, it, it is going to be limited the amount of tachlis interpretation you can give for it, and and you can't just sort of turn it into a, a shachar because it, it's like taking a globe and making a map out of it. Something is going to give it either one of the same shape, the same size, it's, something's not going to be right because you, it's an impossibility. So these are musagim that are not of this world musagim and we, we will need to be able to use a little bit of um, sort of, what's the right word for it, you know, to keep a bit of a distance and say, okay, it's not uh, it's not literal and you can't have every prat. But, but let's go to the core of what Chazal said and then we'll work our way backwards. Um... Let's look at the morale in this case. The morale is over here in the Chidush Goddess. I'm sure you will have, and we'll look at it. Let's talk about this and let's let's understand what the morale is saying over here. Um, let's let's give an example. Um, the the the, um, the the when we take when we take um, a plate and break it into two pieces, we don't have two little plates. We have two Shevakles. In other words, a, a plate is one entity. When we try to make, when we try to break it into two, we destroy it. We don't get, I mean, halachically, if it's still royal to, to, to have some mashkin, each one is still metame, but tachlis, um, breaking a kli into two doesn't give us two kalim. Uh, so anything which is one unit, 
like like a, a plate. Breaking the two does not create two plates. One. Let's go to the other side. Let's say I have Legos, Legos, and I um, and I snap them together. I can make a wonderful, wonderful. Uh, you know, building of sorts. I mean, people actually do these things. They make this sook out of Lego and this out of Lego, that out of Lego. But they're not one unit. You put a little pressure at any one point, it falls apart. I say it's a chain of many pieces. It's many pieces linked together. But I can't really say it became one. If I were to take these pieces and melt them together, it would become one unit. But then I couldn't take them apart without breaking it. So for us, the idea of having something that can be equally valid as being an entire world unto itself and equally valid as being part of something else is almost an impossibility. Yet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it with the Bria Sa'olam. The very Bria itself is engineered in a way that, on the one hand, we can see ourselves as totally independent and self-sufficient units. I am a person, and I feel that I have within myself everything. And yet, when I have the mindset of being misdabik and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my my whole understanding is that I am becoming one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we're one entity and I don't have a self so I am capable of two opposite conflicting feelings one is me together with uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one or I myself am an entirety. Those are two things that are um, almost mutually exclusive to us in any reality we can see it. Because things either remain pieces that are apart. It's like a country. You can have a federation um, where you have different entities came together, like Switzerland, you have cantons that together work on They still retain their own character. Or you have one nation and then the, 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 the individual pieces are just limbs of that and nothing more. So the, 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 the ability to take two and make one, that the same entity could, could, could exist in both phases and be totally valid in both of them, in the sense that there's no apparent lack, that's a chiddush that made it to Etzimbria, and it's the chiddush that made in Tzuras Adam with Zachar Nekeva. Um, it's very, very fascinating. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who said Lotov Hayos Adam Levado. Adam never had the sense, Adam Arishan never scratched his head and said, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little older and what's going to be with a Shirech? I don't like living myself. It's boring. It's annoying. Um, I'd, I'd like to get married. It never thought of it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu thought of it. But Adam Arishan was the one who had to make the decision, quote-unquote, with whom he would become uh, Adam. And his entire Metzias 
became so ish isha has in itself some of that quality um, that on the one hand they exist as independent entities on the other hand they exist as one unit I, I want to um, I, I want to use this and, it, and it's, it, it's probably in line with the morale's explanation but I'd like to sharpen it and uh, it, uh, just put into his into his words the um, something I don't understand yes um, with the rebel saying that in the Bria we have this dichotomy isn't it not true though if, if, if you feel that he has uh, individual value independent from Hashem isn't, isn't he wrong He's wrong, but we, 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 we feel it as being totally valid. In other words, it, it's, it's, it's a feeling that seems to us rooted in the very base of ourselves. And just like you take somebody who's 18 years old, 19 years old, and you ask him, is he missing anything in life? He'll say, no, he's happy, he's perfect, he's fine. Friends are nice, friends are wonderful. Take a person who's been married for a long time and then, God forbid, he loses a spouse, He's he's not the same person anymore. It, it's it's a um, it's a type of the, the, you know I I mean life was good without her, so it's nice with her. But what happened? The answer is um, that's the the, the 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 duality of our nature to be either one or two. Um, I want to add an accuracy to this. That's why you need a boy and credit my Vlad. It, it's something that needs... I mean, why do you need, quote-unquote, 40 days before the Vlad's born? What's the point of it? Uh, the answer is, it's not something that could have been created within this world. It's... it's I'm reaching back to... So, so when my Metzius is limited to this world, then being separate and apart and distinct is perfectly legitimate. But when I reach back to a Shurish that's Kodma to the Bria, that's, th- then, I, then I'm part of something else. Exactly the way that um, we relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If a physical person looks around, he's fine. Um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a nice thing. It's expression like poetry. It's expression like art. But if a person taps into the Shurish that's before the Bria, the Echad that comes from, then he realizes he's only half of something. So, depending on within the Bria itself, we come into this world alone. We come to this world, a Zacher and a Keva comes in a Keva, and each one comes by themselves. Their their ability to be part of one whole belongs to before the Bria, not to post Bria. Um, In post Bria, we're separate just like we're separate from Shparuchu. Yet we have in us a shorish of pre-Bria, and in that shorish is, is we are, we're one. Uh, both with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and with this. Okay, we'll hold it here. Any, any questions? Okay, so Hashem, next, next week, we'll at the same time, and then um, we'll be off for two or three weeks, whatever it is. I forgot what, what, how many Thursdays there are. And Mr. Hashem will resume. So next week, Mr. Hashem, same time, same... Uh, Okay. Thank you very much, Good Okay, good Okay, bye bye.